Today's morning reading and then prayer afterwards comes from Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 1 through 11. Uh, We're here in year C of the lectionary. It's proper 18, or as we might say, the 13th Sunday after Pentecost. So stay tuned as we prepare to hear from Jeremiah, to hear some reflections, and then to pray together. Jeremiah 18, 1-11 This is the word that, that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you my message. So I went down to the potter's house, and I saw him working at the wheel. But the pot was, he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as he seemed best. Then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, Can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, declares the Lord? Like a clay in the hand of a potter, so you are in my hand, Israel. If at any time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be uprooted, torn down, and destroyed, and if that nation I warned repents of its evil, then I will relent and not inflict on it the disaster I had planned. And if at another time I announce that a nation or kingdom is to be built up and planted, and if it does evil in my sight and does not obey me, then I will reconsider the good that I had intended to do for it. Therefore, now therefore say to the people of Judah and those living in Jerusalem, This is what the Lord says, Look, I am preparing a disaster for you and devising a plan against you. So turn from your evil ways, each one of you, and reform your ways in your actions. The word of God. Thanks be to God. just a couple of reflections from Jeremiah 18. Um, what we know about Jeremiah's ministry is that he was called uh, to bear some bad news to the people of Israel. There are times that Jeremiah was the only voice, uh, minority report, and against the opposition and the majority report from other prophets and leaders uh, during this time in Israel. And we know that he was probably destined to fail, not to have a great ministry because he was going to have to speak truth. And one of those pieces of truth that he speaks, and this is something that he um, shares in this passage in particular, is how God is in control, and sometimes that control is not uh, something that's always uh, light and encouraging, but that control sometimes comes in God's intervention. We see that God gives a metaphor here to announce how he's going to intervene with Israel. Just like a potter who is trying to shape a pot on a wheel and it seems to not be working, um, instead of just throwing that clay away starting all the way over, it's the process of removing it from the wheel uh, that the potter uses and to try to recenter it and to reshape it into a different pot. I think something that we can dwell on here is important. That God is able to do new things and he's able to do new things sometimes from the old things. And I think that's what we see a pattern again and again in Scripture, that oftentimes God doesn't start from scratch again, but God uh, refits and He reuses, uh, He renovates, and uh, He rebuilds. And that seems to be His appeal to the nation of Israel, is that even though they were walking away from Him, um, God has this power and ability uh, to reshape and to start again. And that seems to be the appeal that He gives to the nation of Israel, which has a lot to say for us. 
And many of us might say that there are some positive things happening in life. There's also some challenging things, some patterns of behavior that we're not quite pleased with. Um, as we come towards God, and maybe we have this in mind that God is still in control, that life isn't over, that there's still time on the clock, and that God is going to intervene in our life, and He wants to reshape us once again. Sometimes that reshaping takes place in the pleasant things, but it also takes place in the unpleasant things that are happening in life, that nuisance, that trial, that hardships, that, the hardship, that difficulty that you and I might be facing. This God wants to intervene. And he wants to make something new out of what's already transpired in our life. With these things in mind, let's spend some time praying together. Heavenly Father, we first thank you for the gift of the day that's in front of us. We thank you that we get a chance to interact with people and to listen to you and to be about your business. We thank you that we have opportunity to be the light of Christ in a world that's seeking a Savior. God, we also thank you that the process of our own transformation isn't complete today, which means that we can expect that you're going to move and shape us in the hours ahead. God, we thank you for this passage in Jeremiah 18 that shows that there's a God who's deeply concerned with his people Israel, so concerned that he uses a metaphor to convey a message. And that message is that your perseverance towards helping to shape Israel into the people that you, wanted, they, that you want them to be. We think that this applies to us as well. That this is an encouragement and this is also a warning to us. God, we pray that as we're the clay in your hands today, that we would not resist you, that we would not work against you, that we would not try to find our own way of being shaped, that we trust the hands of the skilled artisan that we would know that you've shaped lives and communities for all ancient ages past. And we thank you that you're shaping us today, that you'll shape, shape us and others into the future. And so, God, we relinquish control of our life. We place it into your grip. We ask you, God, that you would shape us today. And we ask that you'd shape us through our circumstances, that we would relish the jobs that we get to go to today. And we thank you for the... Uh, different appointments that we might have, the different meetings that we're called to, or the different people that we're going to interact with. God, we thank you for the things that are planned today, that we could sense your presence in the midst of them, that we could know, we could hear your voice in the midst of all of our duties today. God, we thank you for the, the things that will surprise us today, the things that we're not planned for. We can thank you that those things that are surprised to us are not outside of your knowledge. They're not outside of your plan. So God, as we are surprised today, may we not consider it a misfortune. May we not consider it as a nuisance. But, but, but may we call it good and common grace to us. So God, we pray that you would open us up and make us aware of the hours ahead. May we do all things that are pleasing to you. May our hearts be opened. May our minds be alert. And may we be eager to engage this day, knowing that you're with us and that you're already ahead of us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for praying with us this morning. I hope that you were encouraged as you drive to work or as you finish that first cup of coffee and as you face your day. Tomorrow we'll be back in a proper 18 once again with the text from Psalms, which is Psalm 139. And we'll pray together again. We'll see you next time.